Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, or welcome for your first time to the Healthcare Whisperer Radio Show. Um, my name is Hari Kulsa, and I am your host. I am a nurse practitioner, president and owner of Healthcare Whisperer. And Healthcare Whisperer is a healthcare navigation and patient advocacy company. Uh, we've been in business for about uh, almost five years now. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, H-A-R-I-K-108 and on Facebook at Healthcare Whisperer or at Hari Kulsa. The purpose of this show is to provide uh, lots of information and tips on how to better navigate the healthcare system. Uh, as we know, the healthcare system can be absolutely daunting and cumbersome. Uh, we really, uh, it just can be too much. And the guests that I like to have on the show are people that can give really good information that have been through a lot, who uh, have been through the system and can give you great hints. So, <clears throat> uh, if you want to call in uh, today, uh, the number here is 805-830-8363. And uh, today's guest, uh, who I'm waiting to have call in, uh, is Tracy Cloninger. And she is an amazing person. She's a mother of two, uh, a wife, an athlete, a teacher, an owner of a new business she just started called A Balanced Life Health Coaching. Her story is one of courage, determination, inspiration, and success to overcome thyroid cancer. And she also overcame the struggles that brought her life back into balance. She was featured in an article in O Magazine about advocacy. She studied with the Institute of Integrative at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition with teachers like Dr. Andrew Wheel, Deepak Chopra, and Dr. David Katz from the Yale University Prevention Research Center and many other well-known leaders in the field of integrative medicine and nutrition. Um, I'm still waiting for Trace, uh, Tracy to call in. Um, let's see. Uh, her website, she, she actually, her story is pretty amazing. I have to say that I... Um, <clears throat> I met her, oh, here she is. Okay, without further ado, I'm just going to bring her on. Hello, Tracy. Hi, Hari. Hi. Oh, I had a moment there. I said, oh, did I give her the wrong date? <laughs> no, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I waited to the, right, the exact second. <laughs> I know. You know, this happens to me all the time. Uh, you know, I, I have people and I wait and I wait and I look and then they're there. So I just get, I, I don't know if you heard, but I just introduced you. Um, 
and told a little bit about, you know, why you were on today. And one of the, I don't know if you heard it, but one of the things that I said was your incredible, your story is one of incredible courage and determination, inspiration, and success to overcome thyroid cancer and the struggles that you had to go through to bring your life back in balance. And before we go any further, I'm just going to say to everyone that I know Tracy because I helped her at the very beginning. But my part was so small compared to what what she was what she did. I mean, it's totally amazing. So anyway, <laughs> um, why don't you why don't we begin by you telling us what was it? I mean, you, you, how did you know you had cancer? I mean, how, what what was that like the beginning? Why don't you just start right there? Um, well, I had no idea I had cancer. Apparently, uh-huh. it's a really slow growing cancer, so I had it for a long time with no idea. Um, I got very sick one summer, which is really unusual for me. Summer is not a sick time for me. And um, it wouldn't go away. It was something I thought I had kicked it, and then I'd all of a sudden have a fever. And I had a one-year-old and a three-year-old, you know, so we're trying trying to be with the kids and do stuff and all of a sudden get hit with this horrible fever. And so I would go to a doctor, and they'd test me for West Nile and... um, what's the other one, Lyme's disease and all this stuff. And then they said, no, you're fine. And so then I just kept going to other doctors because I'm like, I'm I'm not fine. I don't feel good. And um, it turns out what I got sick with was um, Epstein-Barr, which is like yeah. adult mono. But yeah. um, in the process of like going from doctor to doctor to like try and help me figure this out, one of the doctors just felt my neck, um, happened to feel my neck, and there's a, there was a huge nodule on it that I hadn't noticed. So... Mhm. Mhm. So then, so then he, he. I mean, it, it just takes one astute doctor to look beyond just the fever, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I mean that that and that took what the whole summer, like months. Yeah, I would say it took. Yeah, probably two months of trying to figure it out. And I I went to this one doctor because she was so sweet on the phone when I called in and said, you know, I don't know what's going on. She was just the on-call doctor. And I didn't actually get her. I got her partner. And they were um, doctors for senior citizens, you know. So (laughs) I went into their practice. And I just wonder if that was just that slight difference in how they see patients. Wow. Made made a difference. Yeah, I don't know. So then, then you had to have. So that must have been a shock. I mean, anytime anybody hears those words, oh, yeah. I mean, you had to go through getting a biopsy and then get it, waiting for the results, and then they give you the results, and here you are. Oh my God, <laughs> you know, I've right. got cancer. I mean, that must have been the first curveball. Yeah, that you got. I just yeah. always thought of myself as so healthy, and I felt kind of too young, and I don't know. I didn't even know what a thyroid was. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, you you were going to find out pretty quickly here. <laughs> oh my gosh. So oh, yeah. so then you you so that was some, so then you you, ha, you in thyroid cancer generally they have to remove the whole thyroid, correct? I mean that's mm-hmm. what generally. Right. Yeah. So they took your thyroid out. So you had the surgery, and then you, I begged what, them what happened to after the that. What? Well, when I went for surgery, I, I, I begged him. It was a friend of a friend who was doing the surgery, too. So, I, you know, I, I asked around. It took a long time before I actually went in for the surgery because I didn't. I wanted to make sure that I had explored all the options and gotten all the second opinions and stuff. And so 
I begged him. I was like, please leave the other side in if you can, please, you know, because by then I had read something about thyroid, and I knew it wasn't so simple to live without it. And um, and my friend worked at the hospital where I was being operated on, and I t- he said, we'll test, because there's a small nodule on the other side, so we'll test while you're under, and if it's cancer, I'm taking it out, but if it's not, I'll agree to leave it in. And I made my friend go into the OR and watch them and make sure <laughs> Excellent. Your did. first moment of she empowered did. patient. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So she went in and she watched and she made sure and it was cancer on the other side as well, so they took it oh, out. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. had to take it out. So so I guess you learned what, a, well, well, just to tell the listeners who, many of them in the same situation as you, what, what is the, what does the thyroid do to your body? I mean, what is it? Well, from what I understand, it controls your metabolism, um, which has a lot to do with your energy. And, um, you know, it's it's in a, a closed circuit with all of your hormones and your endocrine system. So when it's not in balance and it's not getting what it needs, it can throw off your sex, sex hormones and your adrenal glands and everything. Um so they told me after surgery, it's just a matter of, you know, we figure out what dose you need and then you just take a pill and you're fine. Um, I later found out, I talked to somebody else and she said, oh, it takes, I think it takes about four years to kind of balance out and feel good again. And I, I think that's about accurate. It takes a lot longer than the doctors let you know. <laughs> yeah, they make it seem like, ah, oh, took your thyroid out, here's a pill, you'll be fine. And right. and and then so so your uh, we we got hooked up because after uh, thyroid surgery they do a special procedure right afterwards they they do a mm-hmm. radiation or a, mm-hmm. so yeah and it's it's kind of a lucky cancer to have because they can attach um, radiation to iodine and the only place iodine goes in your body is to thyroid cells so they have you. They take you off of all medication, and they just basically starve any remaining thyroid cells um, so that they're, you, you go on a no-iodine diet, and, um, and, those, and you get very, very hypothyroid. So that means, you know, exhausted and sluggish, and you can't think. And, um, and then by the time you get, take the radiation, those thyroid cells that are remaining are starving for iodine, and so they just suck up that iodine, and it has the radiation attached to it. And then, um, it, you know, in theory, it kills everything. Like, whatever the surgeon mm-hmm. missed is now dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they can later, right, like maybe a week after radiation, they scan your body and they can see if there's any residual um, radiation left that is floating around in your body. And then they can tell if even there's just a few thyroid cells, they can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good because I can always go back and get that scan and know mm-hmm. if there's mm-hmm. thyroid cancer in my body. Right, right. So, but for you, what happened um, is this was your first, I mean, it sounds like you even before just getting a diagnosis, you had to really push the healthcare system, but you came up against some of the worst of the healthcare system. And normally, right, what takes two weeks to get, um, Usually they get wait two weeks and they schedule you because two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, without any medicine, is is that difficult on the body with the thyroid? 
But what what happened? Tell tell everyone what happened to you here because this is a this is a horror story as far as an advocate is concerned. You know. Oh yeah, thank goodness for my advocate. But um, yeah, so they said two two weeks and then you'll go in. I had a very low dose of radiation, but because I had low, young children, they wanted me to spend three nights in the hospital. That way, m- most of it, I would have metabolized most of the radiation, and it'll go, um, it'll be gone, so I don't pass it on to my children when I see them. Um, otherwise, you just kind of quarantine yourself. But um, so I had to be scheduled to take this in a hospital room on a, like a, I forget what they call it, neuromet- nuclear medicine ward or something um and and so you know after by two weeks you're just a slug like i I could barely function and i forgot to mention um my vocal cord was running through the nodule you remember this (laughs) and i couldn't speak i had zero voice i sounded like a like a really dying muppet and uh, so like i couldn't (laughs) make phone calls very easily it was it was horrible and um and after two weeks, I was calling them saying, where, you know, when am I going to get this done? Because, you know, I, I'm i paying for my kids to go to daycare all day. I'm, I can't take care of them. I, you know, I'm sleeping like two hours in the middle of the day and then like 11 hours at night, I'm just I'm a wreck. And they were like, you, you have to be patient. And they were really annoyed with my voice on the phone. They can't hear me and all stuff. So rude, like just so awful. And then, you know, three weeks go by, and they're, like, you know, really snappy with me. Like, you just have to wait. You just have to be patient. And then, you know, finally, six weeks, I got connected with you. You made one phone call, and, like, whoa. (laughs) I was in. Thank goodness, because who knows how much longer they'd have made me wait. And, I mean, I don't even think it's safe to be that long without any thyroid. No, it wouldn't have been safe, because literally... You would have had a crisis. I mean, the body could not, because other systems would have started, you know, trying to compensate. So it would right. have been really a critical situation in time. And it ended up, it was a month before you got the treatment, which I, you know, what what really blew my mind in all this, which was a real health care, there was absolutely no reason why it had happened. It, the reason yeah. that it happened was because no one was willing to communicate with the, the insurance the doctor's office and the insurance companies were, they were like two ships passing in the dark. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. but each of them claimed that they had taken care of everything, and they were actually both right. But they, it was crazy to me, and that's why, you know, it's pretty, you know, did make that one call. But, you know, it, yeah, they really did put your life in danger, you know, and your family's right. life because, you know, you had two young kids. Yeah, and when you're dealing with thyroid people who are hypo or hyper, like we're not we're super stable at every moment, you know. <laughs> so I was like so emotional about it and so exhausted. I just didn't have it in me to fight with them, and and I don't think you should make your patients fight <laughs> to get treatment. But I um, I don't know. I don't know what I was. That's really your point. You shouldn't have to fight to get the treatment that they were actually two weeks behind. You would, you, you actually would like to think that they were on your side. Well, this is getting critical two weeks. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, when Tracy says, you know, she's exhausted, thyroid people who are exhausted, people don't know how. That is literally where you, 
you don't even want to get up off the couch. You sometimes you physically can't. You just literally mm-hmm. you don't have any. Your your cells are not producing enough energy to move your legs onto the floor. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's the I absolute would fall worst on the floor at seven at night. Um, I would pick my kids up from daycare at maybe five, barely get everybody dinner, and then fall asleep on the living room floor. Just Ugh. out. Uh, oh yeah, no, that was a that that was a difficult time for you. But mm-hmm. so so anyway, so you get this, you get it, and you get back on medicine, and that was only like the beginning of your journey to the incredible place where you find yourself now. <laughs> you know, because you know you'd think, okay, I got this done, now I can get on the medicine, and here you were. It, you, it didn't seem to be there wasn't to be much of a change, right? Oh, it because, took so long. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, what was, I mean, what, the, go ahead. Oh, the system or the way you one does it is you they based on your like height and weight, they they kind of guess what what how many micrograms of T4 you need. That's what your thyroid produces is T4. And it also, I've learned, produces T3, T2, and T1. But they just give you T4 because, in in theory, your body produces T3 from the T4 using iodine. And they don't know what the, you know, the medical establishment doesn't really know what the T2 and T1 are for, so therefore we probably don't need it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why would we need it right there? <laughs> yeah. So um, there's synthetic... Uh, T4, and that's what they started me on, and and it definitely I got better, but it was really interesting how different my standard for feeling good had become, you know, because I had felt so bad that I was like, oh, I think I'm good, and then it would take a long time to be like, no, I'm not. My hair is falling out, and my my periods are so painful I can barely stand it, or my you know um, my brain is so fuzzy I can't think straight, and and then I'm still so tired and. Every six weeks you go in and get your blood drawn, and then they say, oh, okay, you're a little low. We're going to bump it up by this much and by this much by this much until they finally come up with a dose where you're feeling reasonable and the and the blood work looks good. And um, and then, you know, for, I don't know, probably six months I felt okay, and then I went in and asked for some T3 at, added to it based on what I've been reading and talking to you, Hari, you know, because you know so much about thyroid stuff. And so that kind of bumped me up to like the level where I feel pretty reasonable now but I still have have been having issues with like muscle cramping or not sleeping well at night hair falling out like I you know I started birth control pills because I just don't even want to deal with my period it's such a mess I just don't even have it on birth control pills and um and then you know it took a long time before I finally was like I was so done with doctors and scans and blood draws and whatever I think I just kind of hung out feeling just reasonable for a long time and now i'm um, seeing an awesome naturopathic doctor and i thought for sure she was going to go in and tweak all my doses and stuff of um of my thyroid medication and she's finding that i'm very low on minerals i have like a kind of a i have low vitamin d i have um very low protein and serum calcium and all kinds of stuff and we're working on that and i'm feeling better and better and better and it's like wow you know i think the whole process really just depleted me of think more it's more than just your thyroid it's your whole system gets kind of wrecked by surgery and synthetic medication and you know radiation and all that so 
um, I've had to kind of tweak my mind around the fact that oh, it's not it's not all coming down to just the thyroid. It's it's the whole thing, the big picture. So, so what was the spark for you when you knew you had to like you had to do this? You know, you had to be the one to really take the reins and move and get your life back. I mean, that's what it sounds like. You know, you, you you struggled. You said, "Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay." But I, you know, you're an incredible athlete. I mean, your whole family, you know, your husband, your your in-law, your everybody, right. you know, your family too. And that was something you'd say, "Well, maybe I'll never, you know, do that again or something." You know, I mean. So, was there a spark for you? Did you like get to sit up in bed one day and say, "I'm done"? <laughs> I think you um, kind of nailed it. Well, one thing is I just I made I switched jobs and made my life a little easier, and then I'm hoping to do another career change too. But um, I think I had a little breathing room with this. Like I'm not commuting as far, and and everything just seemed to settle down. And my kids are older. Like I feel like uh, you know I was just kind of surviving. And when you have you know when I first started this with a one year old and a three year old, they they take so much energy, and I. Finally, they're old enough that I can, like, take a breath and look at my life and be like, oh, wait a minute. I don't feel that good. And and then I'm also going to um, nutrition school, and I, I listened to a talk from Dr. Mark Hyman, who's a functional medicine doctor from Canada. He's a pretty amazing, pretty amazing guy. And he had all these quizzes that he had us take, and, you know, he kind of check off how you feel, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm still not there, like, if I didn't have all these things I'm checking, like this low energy and this brain fog and stuff, I would feel amazing. You know, I I think my standards, I just realized, like, whoa, my standards for how I should feel every day have gone way down. And and so the combination of things made me think, I all right, now's the time. i got to do something. I can do it. And and you nailed it with the exercise, like I, with the muscle cramping and all this low energy. I just couldn't exercise, and I just feel so yucky when I don't. <laughs> well, so. yeah, and for 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 my listeners, uh, Tracy's an amazing runner. I mean that that's that's right. I mean that that's what what you. Oh, like to I do. That, I'm, you may be thinking of my sister-in-law because I she's oh. a runner and I am a biker. Oh, the biker, right, right. How could I forget that? For heaven's sake, me being also a biker. But um, yeah, so I know what it's like when I you know don't get out on my bike. I just can't imagine and. But when you're that ill, you just say, well, okay, I guess I can just let it go, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so so did you, like, longingly go out and look at your bike when you weren't feeling well? I mean, is that how you kind of t- got yourself going again? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I really, like, like you said, I was just like, ugh, I don't know if I can do it. You know, I just didn't have it in me, you know. And I think it uh-huh. was a lot of it was just trying to work and have the kids and, that's all I could do, you know. And, then uh-huh. and one of the other problems I know that you had that I think a lot of people don't talk about who have thyroid cancer and have their thyroid removed is the calcium issue. Because mm-hmm. you've really struggled with that. I mean, that's been a very big issue for you, right? Uh, and oh. has impacted your life quite dramatically. Well, there were a couple of, a couple of things, and I, I don't know... If they're related, I'm still learning, but definitely the calcium because my parathyroid was damaged a little, and everybody who gets their thyroid removed has to take supplemental calcium for a while until your parathyroid comes back and 
can function again, and that's what helps you regulate your calcium. And it came back, and it, it tests very strong, and it's it's in good shape, my parathyroid, but my serum calcium is still low, which can make you feel achy and tired and all the same kind of thyroid symptoms. Um, and so, we're you know, I'm working with my naturopath to kind of figure that out, but she is directing me towards vitamin D, um, so it's kind of a sign of vitamin D deficiency. So at this point, like at the beginning, man, when my calcium was low, like my arms would go numb and my, my like wrists would curl up and my fingers would curl up and cramp up. I, it was really terrifying. I mean, it feels like you're having a heart attack. Um, and along with that, I, my blood pressure started being like a scary low after my thyroid came out. Like, I don't know. I, I had two episodes where I had to go to the hospital. It was so low they couldn't even like read it on the you know, like on a regular cuff, it was it had to they had to use a machine and they had to give you an IV to like get more tension. <laughs> it's pretty scary. Yeah, that's very um, scary stuff. And and you know, but before we we really get into what you're doing right now and how you got there, because I think that's really incredible. Um, you, all these doctors. I mean, you you mentioned earlier that you know that you sort of gave up on everyone, but I mean it. It was. Did you feel that they just didn't listen to you, or they poo-pooed your? I mean, I see this a lot with my clients. That you know, doctors sometimes or medical and nurse practitioners and counselors, they kind of like it's your fault. Like it's almost like they poo-poo your 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 symptoms and what you're trying to tell them, as if, well, I've given you everything I know how to do, and you should be feeling right. better. What's the problem? Right. Oh, exactly. In fact, the doctor I was seeing when I was having all the calcium issues and the blood pressure stuff happening, you know, like I would have an episode of really low calcium and blood pressure and I'd go see her and then she would test me and everything would be kind of okay by the time I'd gotten to her. And at one point she literally yelled at me and was like, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know. I'm not a specialist and like made me cry. (laughs) I was like, I'm never going to see you again. So I think at some of it is just that, like, I don't know. I've tried everything, and I just don't know, and now you're frustrating me because I can't help you. Um, and I and my endocrinologist that I have currently, he just, really, he just doesn't get why, you know, your blood results look good, and I'm, I gave you the medicine. Like, why don't you feel better? I, I don't, he literally has no idea what to do next. Like, just the lack of knowledge. It's really scary, you know, because then I, I go and get a blood test on and bring it to a natural doctor who's like, well, look how low your protein and your calcium and your minerals, look at how low everything is. Let's start working on that and see if you feel better. It's like, oh, I don't think that's part of the process for like an endocrinologist or just a regular medicine doctor. No, it isn't. It isn't. Um, Again, I see it all the time and people get so so frustrated and I, I, I just see this this trend where you know it's it's your fault. <laughs> you know, it's it's right you know, and don't let the door hit you on the way out. You know, and I'm not you know, I'm not bad mouthing all the doctors, but sometimes I wanna just say, Could you just listen? Could you just like maybe, you know, think about this? But um so anyway, I you know, we could go on about that because you know, I think you just continue to kind of it was like you were alone in your little uh rowboat on the ocean and you know, <laughs> nobody was like throwing you that lifeline that you needed and then 
you know, until you said you realized, well, I have to look outside, you know, and people like to call that the alternative world, but I call it the complementary world. You know, I think they have to work together. So, so you found uh, you, you, was your first? Did you first look at for a naturopath, or were there other avenues that you explored before you found someone? You know, found this that seems to be working for you. Well, hmm. I don't know. I I've tried. Well, I guess that's a hard question. I, oh, I've gone through sorry. a couple endocrinologists <laughs> and a couple different like primary care doctors. I ha- ended up having to switch insurance, so that changed everything too. You know, so I tried around in the Western medicine arena, and then I actually right. called my friend who went into surgery with me because she works for the big insurance company that I um, I am currently with. And I said, I know it's not your field and you know nothing about it because she's a surgeon, you know, but I said, can you ask around, like, the lunchroom and, the, you know, just ask around for a really good endocrinologist that works in this system because... The one I have now, he's so sweet. He'll do anything I ask him to do, but he's always like, well, what do you think is the best? And I said, I don't know. Did it, you go to school for this? But, um, yeah, it's funny. So she said, this is what triggered me to look outside. She said, you know, Tracy, what you're looking for does not exist in my world. It just doesn't. Wow. You need to go find a naturopath or somebody who can look at the big picture. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's you know, elevated. That's pretty evolved. Yeah. <laughs> of you to wow. see that. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 So wow. that's what, what kind of prompted friend. me. I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So did you have to, did you try, did you hit on a, a nature path right away or was it, you know, did you have to kind of explore that, you know, did and, well, and how did you find that person? When she, you know, because I think people sometimes just don't even know how to look. I know. I'm... I'm not a really good, like, discerning bargain shopper kind of person. I, I'm more impulsive and want to just get it over with. But with this, I definitely looked at blogs, looked at websites, looked at, you know, asked people I knew, you know, in the, that have had this experience, if they knew of anybody. And then I interviewed on the phone. I interviewed a number of um, of my top choices and kind mm-hmm. of went with the one that felt like I had a lot of questions, and I, I went with the woman who answered my questions, mm-hmm. like really intelligently, the way I wanted to hear it. So, mm-hmm. so I went with her, and she went with one who was really kind of more strong, like in her belief, like this is what I do. I do thyroid, and I do cancer recovery and prevention. And I was like, good, you're mm-hmm. you're my woman. So. Mhm. 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 So when did you? So how long? How long have you been working with her? Only a month, so it's wow. taken until now. Yeah, and wow. I've seen amazing results already after mm-hmm. the first visit. Wow! And what, well, like, what was that like? I mean, it was the first visit because she she, she looked at things differently. She gave you things to do. Well, what, what was what was the first visit like? Well, yeah, it was over an hour, and she really listened to everything. Um, and then she kind of asked me, and together we prioritized, like, what's the most important. And for me, it was energy. I want to get energy back, and I want to be able to exercise. Like, the, the muscle cramping was really concerning. I've I've always had a bit of a sensitive back because of my snowboarding past. Um, I've heard it a lot. And, and then with the muscles, like, being so, I was just so tightened up that I could barely do anything. I would exercise, and I would get hurt all the time, every time, no matter how little I did. 
And um, so she was like, she's an athlete herself, and she was like, well, let's get on that. And um, she did really pretty cool stuff. Like she put kind of a blood pressure cuff around my calf, and she squeezed it until my leg started to cramp, which was, it took almost nothing. And then she would just pour like straight, you know, minerals and vitamins into my mouth. Like here's powdered vitamin D, let's see if that helps, you know. Wow. (laughs) And so we kind of narrowed it down, and, and she gave me like just high doses of, uh-huh. supplements to get back what I'm missing. Uh-huh. So you started to see a change right away. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, so I, don't, that, I don't have the pain. And wow. Wow. Simple. You know, I know. so simple. But, but we, you know, most people never get there because they don't know how to... They don't even understand and they don't... It just... Yeah, oh, that's great. I mean, it's... So, so... So you're starting to get that back, but how did you come to decide um, to do your new business, your new career? I mean, you've been talking about it for a while. You have these great. Uh, why don't you talk about your business? You know, it, it's a um, you have a great newsletter that comes out, and you know, um, and it's been. Uh, why don't you just tell us the evolution of that? I mean, it's all focused on your own journey. You know, so why don't, why don't you tell to talk about that? How you got there? How you, how you decided to do it? Well, I um, my new business is to be a holistic health and wellness coach, um, nutrition counselor, and I have always really been fascinated by health and nutrition, and um, thought maybe I'd be a nurse, maybe I'd be a health teacher, even way back when I was a kid. And um, even after I started teaching, I teach Spanish currently. I um, we took a year and lived in Boston, and I was doing prerequisites to go and get a master's degree in nutrition. But I just, like, I love nutrition, but those programs were just not calling me. I was like, oh, mm. there's something I don't like about this. And so I don't know what life just started happening, and then I kind of forgot about it. Although, like, every time I was in a library or a bookstore, you know, it's either like I'm looking at the health and nutrition section or the art, you know, like both. I'm so into the, both of those things. And so, like, that's clearly, an, 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 you know, an interest of mine. And so then um, all of this happened to my health. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So it made me think, you know, what brought me to this place? I thought I was really healthy. Was I really healthy? And I just started looking into it more and more. And um, actually, at, I go to this really funky church in Boulder that's called Unity and really, really fun kind of, open-minded church and the guy who does the talks jack was saying you should just if you if you love something do it just do what you love like just don't even think Uh about like how practical or whatever it is and so i saw an ad for the school i went to the institute for integrative nutrition and it was this holistic approach to nutrition and i was like that's what i was looking for that's it you know and then of course i was panicked that i had cancer and i was panicked that i'll get it again and i was like worried about what the radiation had done to me and so I was already experimenting with like being vegan and you know just changing my diet to be as healthy as I could and so then I hit on this school and I like signed up as soon as I thought I was like I love it I'm doing it and and like had no thought about having it become a business at all I just was like I just want to learn this stuff I love it and I want to apply it to me and to my kids and I don't want them to get cancer I don't want them to have any of this ordeal, you know, so 
Um, well, so you yeah, know what, Tracy, we have, a, we have a caller on the line who I think wants to ask a question. Why don't we bring the caller okay. on? And, oh, they, they're gone. Oh, well, I oh, guess no. I didn't get to them fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe they'll call back. <laughs> oh, well, caller, if you want to call back in, I'll, I'll, I'll take your call right away. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway. So, yeah. um, anyway, so, it, was just, it became uh, the idea of the business just grew out of being in school, just all the momentum of it and the excitement of it and just knowing, like, this is what I want to do. I want to help people be healthier. I, you know, it's such a big topic. I don't even know where to start. Okay, then I can direct this. Uh, yes. What? Um, so what? if somebody comes to you, so somebody comes to you, what, what What? do you do, you know, how does it work? Like, I, I, I call you up and say, oh, you know, I'm just. I need some help. My my health is. You know, I I just haven't been feeling well. Can can you? You know, I've looked at your website. It looks good. How how can how how can you help me? <laughs> um, what what would you do? How you know? Well, what's the process? Well, we have an initial conversation that's pretty um, succinctly dives into the the real issue of mm-hmm. of your health. You know, at least the most outstanding one. So then we can personalize. What I learned in this school is the idea of bio-individuality and that you can find science that's really well, you know, well-researched and double-blind, gold-standard studies that say milk is like the worst thing you could put in your body and the same quality of research will say that it's the best thing. So you, you know, like nutrition is really complicated like that and it's a fledgling science and so we've learned that, you know, everybody's different. What your body needs may not be what my body needs, you know, especially in this world where like people like me have gone through surgery and radiation and whatever, my my body's gonna need something different. And so we kind of profile I would profile my client to see, you know, some background and some history and see what is the individual needs of this client and then start working on it. Um and really most people already know the answer to what they need to do to be healthier, honestly. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a a coaching process which is, you know, with some advice but a lot of, you know, support and accountability to get you where to the goal you want to reach. Most people know what they need to do. It's just how do I do it? How? Where? When? Help, you know, and so we're there to help. So you you help them develop strategies, you work together, you you offer them strategies and, you know, to uh to to be successful in, you know, in what in what they're asking, right? Is yeah. That, is that yeah. Exactly. And then the other thing I learned in this school which I think people don't consider, which it's just really genius, is um, really life is our primary food. You know, if if our life is in balance with work and relationships, spirituality, physical activity, then we don't we won't necessarily turn to food to kind of fill in what's off balance in our life. But if it's off balance, a lot of times food is an emotional thing, and we will try to balance the scales by eating or you know, doing things that are not quite healthy for our bodies. And so we also work on those primary foods. You know, how can we get your life back in balance and how will that affect your relationship with food and how you interact with food? So you really, I mean, you work on it on a completely holistic, you know, uh, holistic approach. It's just not, Mm -hmm. well, you know, I can't, you know, it's just not what are you eating. 
you know, right. you, you get to know the person. So, mm-hmm. so what kind of, um, you know, you're 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 studying nutrition. Now, that's such a broad topic. I mean, when when you talk about that, I mean, you, you before we were, I was trying to deal with that other caller. Um, you talked about that you were a vegan. Were you always a vegan? And what does that mean to you? And why does that work for you? Um, it didn't work for me. <laughs> I tried oh, it, it didn't work for and, you. Um, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, so I tried it because, you know, um, the research shows that cancer thrives in an acidic environment. So a vegan diet is very alkaline. Um, it's very you know, close to the source, and if you buy organic foods, it's the least toxic way of eating. Um, it also gives you the most enzymes and, you know, nutrition for your for what your body needs, and so it's, a kind of, it's an anti-cancer diet. That's what I had in mind when I was doing it. Um, I think I, I didn't, this was before I started school, and I don't think I quite ate right for me, for my body. Like, what right. I eat, I, I think I could probably go back to being vegan, but I would change a lot of what I did. I, I ate too much bread and pasta and stuff like that, and um, mm-hmm. I started gaining a lot of weight, and I, I um, would fall asleep in the middle of the day, like just completely so tired, not related to my thyroid, but just the like post-lunch crash. And um, and so then I switched to do more of, um, I guess it would be more of like a South Beach diet, you know, where I, I have pretty consistent protein throughout the day and that keeps my blood sugar level and um I'm I try and do that with vegetarian sources but uh-huh. I also eat meat and um eggs and stuff and so that's worked better for me. Um uh-huh. but I'm still working on it, right? And I need a health coach. Because <laughs> I've learned but, to not be my own health coach it doesn't work. <laughs> right, right, right. Um and I think it's a really good point you make is that it's it's ever evolving. I mean, you say, right. well, maybe I'll go back to being a vegan. Well, it's evolving, you know, and and right. that's 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 the thing that people forget that you can change. You know, a lot of a lot of times, I mean, I I've been involved in the alternative complementary medicine world since I was like 16 years old when I thought I wanted to be an herbalist, you know, and studied herbs. And, you know, spent, you know, besides being, you know, nurse practitioner and all that stuff, I also do acupuncture. And I understand that world. And a lot of times there's this, like, such rigidity. Like, you have to do it this way. You know, right. this is the only way. And and I always think, well, everything, you know, people's lives are always changing. Like, for instance, you know, before you had cancer, you never thought like this. Then you have cancer. You're li- you know, your body says, hey, slow down. Well, you know, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> we need to do something, something different. different. And so, yeah. you know, it's and, and I think that's what the, the beauty of what you're providing the service is that you're when a people are like lost, like why is it this way all of a sudden? <laughs> you know, you can come in and say, well, let's talk about this, you know, and show them that it's an evolving process. Learning how to hear your body tell you what it needs is really an evolving process. Is is is, is that how you approach this? Yeah. Well, you just nailed it. That's exactly my goal with every client is to get to the point where the person I'm working with can listen to their body and give it what it needs. And it's it's out of the head and into the body. Like what does my body what is my body asking for and be able to and know. Like have mm-hmm. this inner knowing, which is 
something we we just don't have anymore. It's really hard to cultivate. Um, mm-hmm. But your body tells you what it needs. It's always telling you. I mean, mm-hmm. my leg cramps, my muscle cramps are telling me. I just didn't know how to listen, you know. Yeah, you needed somebody to say, hmm, okay, here's what I do. Here's what I help people with. You know, here, here's here's how I can direct. You know, here's how I can talk to your muscle cramps, so you can right. learn how to talk to your muscle cramps. <laughs> right, because you just know. Um, and I also have tricks up my sleeve too. Like I've worked with clients who've had. I, I worked with a, a man who had acid reflux and was on medicine twice a day for three years. Totally panicked about it because it's been known to to produce stomach cancer if you're on this medicine for a long period of time, but couldn't get off of it. And, um, you know, just based on what I learned at school, we were able to tweak his diet, and he takes a little aloe vera juice, and he's fine. No medicine. Just fine. So wow. I like, you know, there's there's little, you know, it's not all like, listen to your body. I, I do have some recommendations that I give people and mm-hmm. and things that we can seriously work on, which is, it's really rewarding and Super fun. I love it. And well that's I mean, to hear you say that, to hear you have that much enthusiasm is fantastic because before the idea of ever having enthusiasm for anything was seemed out of reach. You know? And and so, you know, you've been able to somehow I mean, you've been able to keep your mind focused through all of this somehow that you knew. I mean, was there something inside of you that knew you just had to keep going? You just, I mean, you have two kids. That's enough of a motivation and a mm-hmm. husband. So, you know, and a very supportive family. So, but mm-hmm. did you have that, did you have a little voice that kept saying, keep going, keep going? <laughs> yeah, I think I've always had the belief, like kind of the, the spiritual beliefs that everything in life is a process and you don't always understand it. And so you just kind of are in it. And and mm-hmm. when you when you get to the other side of it, you look at, at the process and say, oh, that's why I went through that. Oh, I had thyroid cancer so that I would be pointed in the direction of the health coaching business, which is changing my life, you know, So and the lives of others, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess I, I've always known, you know, even in the worst part of it, like this is this is happening for a reason. And also, it's really funny because I think my thyroid was a little wacky. Like the blood work came out good before cancer and stuff, but it was. Always, I think I must have always had a little hormonal ickiness, mm-hmm. and um, I had moments where I'd get really, really tired and worn out. And I think having the two kids was killing me and working and stuff and I actually had thoughts like I just wish I could like break my leg like just break a leg and have to be in the hospital for a couple days so I could get a rest you know (laughs) I just remember thinking wow when I was in the hospital for three days on radiation you know like wow careful what you wish for you know (laughs) part of me wanted to just get knocked out of all that running around I was doing with well, it sounds like you definitely, I mean, I love that you said that because I think it, it, many of us have thought that and never said it out loud. <laughs> and there you said it for all of us everywhere. You know, can I just, can I, can I just, can someone just take care of me? Can I just go somewhere? Someone can take care of me? 
you know, if you said, you know, so uh, it took a lot of courage to say that, but, you know, I think a lot of people are probably going, oh, yeah, I had that thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Don't um, think it's too hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that is the message, you know, like, okay, right, okay, here I am on the nuclear medicine ward, and not the best ward. Do they, they come in with all their gloves on and everything, you know? Oh, yeah, stand yeah. behind the lead shield and, like, throw your food under the door. Mm-hmm. Run out. <laughs> yeah, just about you were in in medicine hell. Um, yeah. So, um, so this the coaching though. Um, so currently you're doing it uh, as um, uh, you're doing. You're still teaching, and you're doing yeah. this as extra. And you're hoping to to at the end of the year be able to do this full time, right? Right. Right. So I. I have learned to listen to myself. I started trying to ramp up the business, you know, in December, and I couldn't sustain it working full-time and trying to start a business is so hard. But now, because I'm a teacher, I'm approaching the end of the school year, Mm -hmm. and I just made the decision I'm going to hit it as hard as I can. And, um, you know, my goal would be by the end of June to be able to quit. I have enough clients that, you know, because I – I don't have the luxury of just being able to quit and live off of mm-hmm. my husband's salary so uh, for, until I got it going. So I just definitely have to get it to a point where it looks sustainable, uh, at least minimally sustainable, and then I could um, quit teaching. I've been teaching for 12 years, and I honestly don't know why I started teaching, and I have enjoyed it a lot, but once my own kids have gotten into school, the the rigidity, like the inflexibility of the schedule makes it really hard to be a mom and Mm -hmm. a teacher. I've even heard it said that you can't be both. You can't be a good mom and a good teacher. I don't know if that's true. I think there's some people who do it, but for me, it's really really is tough because it's such a high-energy job, and I kind of feel like I've done done the work I need to do as a teacher and I've learned what I want what I needed to learn and and I'm ready to move on. Um it feels like Well, it training. is part it is part of what you're doing now. It's just a different arena. I mean, you're still help mm-hmm. teaching. You're still helping, mm-hmm. you know, it's just you know, you got all those years under your belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, um you anyway, I mean, you do most of this over the phone, or you, you know, a lot of people can just call and do this, right? It's not like they have to come to right. an office, or yeah, 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 over the phone or Skype. Um, I do most of it over the phone. I do some oh. um, visits in person with people local, but um, the real, you know, the quality is not compromised over the phone. It's it's in depth conversation yeah. and recommendations uh-huh. and and that constant kind of support and accountability to keep you on track towards your goals, you know. Uh-huh. So after the first visit, just to you know, you 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 make those goals and then people call back in, you set up times, you know, for Yeah, time. so usually twice a month. So we have you know, a few recommendations after a session, two or three at the most, because you can't make changes really fast, right? And um, and then over two weeks, the client, you know, works on those recommendations. For example, my acid reflux client, um, my first recommendation was just one, because it's a big one. I said, try not eating any gluten for two weeks and see what happens. I mean, you don't want to stretch it out any longer than that because that's that's a big thing to ask someone to do. I mean, mm-hmm. he came back and was like, Ooh, 
that worked. I love it. I, I don't miss wow. gluten because I'm better. Um, and sometimes there's smaller recommendations, but two weeks seems like a good t- trial time, and then we come back and reassess. Like that's part of the bio individuality. You know, did that work for you, for your body, for your lifestyle, mm-hmm. for who you are? Are you going to be able to sustain it? Okay, now what can we do? And um, just kind of monitor. And so every two weeks, and I have a number of um, packages I offer. I have one for moms. I have one for athletes. I have one for longevity. Um, and um, we, within those, there's like a jump start. You know, if there's somebody who's really pretty knowledgeable and they just want a little, like, quick and dirty, we do two sessions and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a 90-day intensive, which is a little more effective for long-term change. Uh, and then I have, like, the platinum, six months, um, and that really, that changes lives, right, because in six months you're able to effect a lot of change and, like, really build habits and also learn a lot so you can pass that on. I really love working with moms because they then they affect their entire family and their wow. kids, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's rippled, that ripple effect. So why don't you give people um, your your info, like your website, your phone, because people can go to your website and sign up for the newsletter, which is a great way to start. And and they can right. also see some of those great recipes you have on there. Yes. So my website's probably the easiest. It's www.abalancedlifehealthcoaching.com. So abalancedlifehealthcoaching.com. And um, on there is my contact information, um, how to sign up for the e- for the newsletter, how to email me, and um, my phone number. So. Good, yeah, so they should go to the website and yeah. they should look at it and see. It's a very nice website and they should definitely, uh, you know, think about it because there's a lot of people out there. I mean, I know when I was in, still in practice, that was one of the big issues and with nutrition and, you know, unfortunately medical people, you know, we're so, I even remember being so pressed for time and, you know, I knew a lot about, I'd give my little tidbits on what I knew, but if mm-hmm. I, I never could bring myself to send someone to a nutritionist because they never, they would, most nutritionists didn't, that was sort of standard, you know, like mm-hmm. eating your three groups or for whatever, how many groups we have these days. <laughs> I can right. Remember. You know, pyramid, which I have huge opinions about, and then, yeah, I I kind of feel like you get like measured up and then calculated in a computer with a traditional nutritionist. You know, like okay, here's your carbs and your fats and your proteins. Go. You know. Yeah, it I think take one into of my account individualization. Yeah, one of my great and we're getting. I can't believe this is almost over, but we're get. Um, I had a client who uh, a young client in his twenties who had. Um, uh, uh, severe bowel issues ended up having surgery, a J pouch, which is where they take part of the colon out, and it didn't work, it got infected. He had, ended up having, like, you know, I think he, we were up to 15 surgeries. And a big deal was the nutrition. And I, it was so amazing to me. And the, and when you're stuck with uh, not having a lot of out-of-pocket money, all you know, to pay privately, and I would just, like, shake my head, you know, is there, you know, this person really needed a lot of nutrition guidance, and it was very frustrating to try to stay within the system. So I think oh, what you're doing hard. is... a lot of my clients are actually doctors and nurses, you know. 
All right, you go. That's training. Yeah. Look. So we are getting to the end here. Before we go, I like to ask my everyone who comes on, and I I sort of prompted you for this. What what's your best? I could say your sage advice uh, about. You know, I used to, I think you've given a lot of information, but you know, what's your and and let's see, should I say third? No, I think you have a minute. <laughs> well, you know, about, you know, about say, maybe um, about you know, I I don't know. What would be sage advice about your journey? You know, that you would offer to somebody. I think the biggest thing I learned is to trust yourself. That even if somebody's telling you you're fine, everything looks good. If you don't feel fine. You have to trust that and listen to it, and and either if you can't, you know, get the the help you need, you need to find someone who can help you push to get what you need. Um, because sometimes if you're sick, you can't do it, you know. But listening to, I mean, that's how I even figured out I had cancer, right? Is I was like, nope, I still don't feel good, even though you're telling me everything is fine. No, I still don't feel good. I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going back. And then, sure enough. I had cancer that was just going undetected. So that that internal trust and that intuition, I think, is really huge. Well, wow. Yeah. No. That's. I think that is that that's that is sage advice because when people enter the healthcare system, that's sometimes the first thing they lose is that you know they're they're faced, especially when you walk into one of those big hospitals. Even sometimes I have to go. Okay, I know who I am. <laughs> I, right. I, I know I'm here, <laughs> you know, because you can't there's scare just, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't scare me. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's the first thing people just throw out the window. Yeah, the doctor said I was fine, so I have to be fine. And I mean, I think that's changing. But you know, uh, anyway, Tracy, I, I, I'm going to have to let you go so I can wrap this up. And I really appreciate it. It's been a great great show you've given so much information and i really hope that people call you i think you can offer a lot your you, you know where you've been your energy your your enthusiasm it is it, so important so thank you so very much for taking the time i and tell your family thank you for letting you come on <laughs> thank so. you it was really awesome to hear your voice sorry okay well thank you and uh and uh keep sending out those new letters i look forward to them so thank you. Very All right, much. I will. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Well, everyone, that was an amazing show, and I appreciate everybody who's listened to it. Um, I really encourage uh, you to, to talk with uh, Tracy uh, uh, if you're having any kind of health issues um, or just want to you know uh talk about what you're thinking about your own nutrition i really think that she uh offers a lot um i've watched her change uh, and grow and become this incredible nutritionist so um please look at her website uh, so i want to thank everyone for listening uh it was uh a wonderful show and I look forward to our next uh, show. I'm not. Um, I want everyone to enjoy the night, and we'll see you again. Uh, talk to you again. Listen again in about another two weeks. So thank you for listening, and um, good night.